listening to Wake Up and Read the Labels, your guide to eating simple and feeling good. If you want to eat clean and feel your best, guess what? You're in the right place. Each week, we talk about ingredients that may be holding you back from feeling your best. We also talk to some brands that are going against the grain and actually using real ingredients we can recognize. Plus, we're sharing stories with people who are just like you, who actually woke up and read the labels. Welcome to Wake Up and Read the Labels podcast. I'm excited to bring you local companies that are local to me here in New Orleans who are actually going against the grain and using real ingredients that we can recognize in their products. So one that I would like to highlight and shine today is called Grassroots. I'm going to be joined by the CEO. He calls himself the Chief Eats Officer, so we're already friends. His name is Aaron Galmore. He founded Grassroots in 2019 after his father's heart condition. So we have something very, very in common. And we're going to talk about where they are in their company, how to get your hands on this product, and deep dive into their label. What's up, Aaron? How are you? Hey, Jen. Thanks for having me. I'm great. How are you? I'm excited to have you here. I'm excited that, you know, New Orleans is generally the place where it takes them a long time to catch up to things. But we have someone like you, like I said, going against the grain and producing foods made with real ingredients. So I'm so curious in the fact that it looks like your father had a heart condition and that got you into this. Tell me about that. Yeah. And that actually dates back over 10 years ago. He was you know, just on a casual walk with my mom and got very faint and they had to send him to the hospital. We did a bunch of tests and he had, you know, his left anterior descending artery was nearly 90% clogged. And it turns out it's something that just runs in on that side of my family. His dad had heart condition and his, my great grandfather had a heart condition as well. In fact, they just, my dad just forwarded me an article in a, like a local newspaper about my, my great-grandfather having that issue. And so it got all of us in our family to take a closer look at our, our diets and do everything we can to, you know, to set us up for long and healthy lives. And so it, it just sparked my interest in nutrition essentially from there. And then I, I, later we have um, on my mom's side, unfortunately, diabetes runs in our family, an uncle and an aunt diabetes. So I think the power of food is something I heavily believe in. Yeah. It takes a certain something in someone's life to realize nutrition and health are related or food and health. A lot of people think, oh, I got diabetes and I got these heart conditions and their only reasons are their age, that they're getting older it runs in their family. And I'm like, Hey, listen, no, the stuff that we're putting in our bodies either activates that genetic I guess, probability, or you make yourself more susceptible to developing these things. So I'm just quickly going to share my story. If no one's ever heard it before in that my own, I like to say my family member, but it was also my father got diagnosed with prostate cancer at the age of 56. This is when I started Wake Up and Read the Labels. And I had been eating this way with my husband for, I don't know, eight years, a long time. And my family used to just think, oh, they're health freaks. They eat freak food, but they saw that, you know, we were working out, we had energy, we we're feeling good, all these things. So they called me and said, Hey, dad's going to get robotic surgery at Johns Hopkins 
He has three months to get healthy for it. And so I thought, okay, well, if you listen to me, I can help you out. I went into the grocery, got him eight bags. And I mean, I was like, here's your pasta. Here's your red sauce. Here's your ice cream sandwiches. Every food he loves, I gave him the cleaner swap, the ones made with real ingredients. And in three months, he got off of blood pressure, off of cholesterol medication, lost 35 pounds. But the real thing that kind of opened my eyes to this way of eating was he was getting his PSA monitored every two weeks to see how fast the cancer was growing. And during those that lab work, every two weeks, his number was actually decreasing. Every week, it was getting smaller and smaller. And so at first, he's like, oh my gosh, can we starve the cancer? Can we do this? And I thought, no, that's, you know, you have to go that route. You have to remove prostate. But He went into surgery. Inflammation was at an all-time low. He was feeling really good. No side effects, the whole nine yards. So when that happened, I'm like, okay, so the food can can really help you. And that's when I started working with clients, such as our mutual friend, Martine. She was one of my first clients ever. Yeah. And and one thing I was going to add to, Jen, actually, on my own specific experience. So I have celiac disease. And you'd mentioned inflammation. That's actually the reason I found out I had celiac disease. I had developed chronic inflammation, chronic joint pain. I couldn't sit because I, my lower back pain was so horrible. And I mean, I even, I even had back surgery, eventually realized that it wasn't going away and my whole body shouldn't be hurting at what was then my, my, you know, late twenties. And so yep. checked in with a doctor, did a blood test, then did a, an endoscopy to confirm it. And sure enough, it was celiac disease and gluten was just causing inflammation everywhere. Absolutely. So pretty fascinating. That is. And it's unfortunate that like, you know, you're in your late twenties having joint pain and your back's hurting and all these things, but truly the food is causing those flare-ups. It's like making your body scream in some way. And so what most people don't realize is like children are being diagnosed with adult diseases. More adults are being diagnosed with these chronic inflammatory related diseases. And we have to, we have to look at, okay, what are we all doing the same? We're all eating the same things, right? You can find the same options, whether you go to a five-star restaurant or you go to like a ballpark, it's the same type of meats coming from the same supplier. So with that being said, I had a client once call me. She's like, Hey, I got diagnosed with celiac. And I went to the celiac.org page. Have you ever been there? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, what a joke. They have an actual <laughs> label reading page for celiac. And if you click on it, it has three bullet points, three bullet points. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, do so you go get diagnosed with celiac from a doctor? And then they give you pages that say, go dairy-free, go gluten-free, go sugar-free. And then you take it upon yourself, go to celiac.org and you start reading. You're literally left alone at the grocery store. You have no idea how to find anything. You don't know what you're looking for. No one's educating you on how to be healthy. So here at Wake Up, that's what we do. We coach people. You work with a coach. You able to text a coach. You can send a picture of a product. We show you all the clean products. If somebody's looking for chocolate peanut butter, right? They would see brass roots, for example. 
So that's why I'm so excited that you're coming on and bringing this brand so that we're able to scream it from the rooftops and say, hey, you guys, this is the clean swap for this. Tell me, where'd you get this name Brass Roots from? Yeah, we, um, well, you touched on it at the beginning. We, we wanted to be that healthy snack food from New Orleans. We wanted people to recognize that we are here. We, we're committing to the city. And so we do quite a bit of community work here, especially within the youth community trying to help kids learn about nutrition and wellness and entrepreneurship. And so there was that grassroots nature of our business, but we wanted to make sure that we paid homage to New Orleans in some way. And, and so the, the brass is sort of a, a brass instrument or cultural like tip of the hat to our city and what makes it special. I love it. And I have to give my wife credit. She came up with the name. Behind every good man is a great woman. So That's right. I know that. <laughs> Let's dive into your label and kind of break that down. I know you guys are known for, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm probably saying this wrong. Is it the Sacha Inchi Seed? That's right. Yeah, you nailed it. Okay. What is that? So Sacha Inchi is also known as the Inca peanut. So the point there is you eat it just like a nut. If you were to hold it in your hand and then crunch on it, you would think, okay, this is a different type of nut, but it's definitely within a nut family. However, it's actually a seed. Sweet. It does not share allergens with the peanut or tree nuts like almonds. And the reason I really fell in love with it myself and decided to build a business around it is just the nutrition. So we compare it to almonds typically just because almonds are sort of ubiquitous and, and known as that healthiest nut, right? And Sacha Inti has 50% more protein. It's a complete protein. So all essential amino acids your body can't manufacture, which is pretty rare, rare coming from a plant-based source. It's got up to twice the fiber of almonds and it's really high in omega-3 fats, just about the best, you know, at the top of the list with plant-based sources like flax seeds and and others like that, chia seeds. So truly a superfood in the nutrition, the macro nutrition sense, and and free of those same allergens that you see in, in peanuts and, and tree nuts. Awesome. Okay. Who, I imagine it's you, but maybe it's your lovely wife, who discovered the beauty of Asachi? <laughs> in yeah, it was me. Actually, I had started a separate brand with a friend of mine. So I'd been in the industry for a few years and came across Sacha Inchi as an ingredient when I was doing really a deep dive into unique sources of nutrition mm -hmm. and became pretty enamored with it because I saw very specifically like the cardiovascular benefits as well as the gut health benefits. But that cardiovascular piece really hit home for reasons we discussed. and it's versatile. So you can use it in any way that you use a nut. So we can, you know, from a brand standpoint, we can, of course, sell the roasted sacha and cheese seeds themselves. But going forward, we can sell them in a bar form. We can, we sell a, a butter, like a sacha and cheese butter, similar to a peanut butter. So it was very versatile in that sense too. And so it was uh, just very exciting to me. I love it. So just kind of recap with that. For those listening, you do want more omega-3s in your diet than 6s because the omega-3s is the anti-inflammatory properties. Whereas I always tell people, 
We all know the Mediterranean diet is high in antioxidants and it's known as like the anti-inflammatory diet. And that's because they have more omega-3s, tons of omega-3s. They're using lots of those extra virgin olive oils, things like that. Whereas in America, we're heavy on the vegetable oils, seed oils, slash tons of processed foods that are filled with too many omega-6s and it's causing too many omega-6s in our bodies, which is ultimately promoting that inflammation. I am checking out your website on the side and I see you guys, you have, it looks, I'm going to compare it to, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like a snack mix or a roasted almond, you know, bag. Mm -hmm. I see you have the salted sacha and cheese. What's the other flavors you guys have? Yeah, we have uh, the lightly salted. Like you said, we have a sweet heat that we actually sweeten with monk fruit. And then we've got a dark chocolate coated. That's uh, 70% dark chocolate, organic, fair trade, really quality chocolate. And then a salt and vinegar and a honey mustard. Those are different seasonings. Sweet. I'm curious, why do you use monk fruit? I love monk fruit, but I want to know why you use it. We used it because we had a lot of customers who are extremely averse to sugar to the point where they wanted zero sugar. Like even if, you know, me personally, I'm okay with a couple of grams of sugar and something that I'm, that I'm eating, but we had people who wanted to completely eliminate it from their diet. And so, but you know, everybody still wants, you know, the sweet taste profile. For sure. And so that's why we went with monk fruit. And it comp it also complements, you know, there's a little bit of salt in there, of course, and then paprika. And so it just the flavors complemented very well. Okay. Love it. And then I see you have the sashi butters. Yes. Yes. Tell us about those. And then also, what do you think people are substituting this for? Is it the Nutella's? Is it Jeff peanut butter? What is it? Yeah. So the, the Sacha Inchi butter is absolutely our, it's our version of peanut butter or almond butter. I think in most instances, it's, it's replacing actually a sun butter. Okay. If you've ever had sun butter. And the reason is one thing that is special about our butter, aside from the nutrition, is just the fact that it's school safe because it doesn't have the peanut or tree nut allergen. In that sense, our sort of direct competitor is sun butter, which is, you know, sunflower seed butter. I think ours tastes better and nutritionally it's stronger. And so usually that is what I'm finding we're replacing, like parents who are utilizing our butter instead of sun butter. My kids love sun butter as well. Yep. So need to get them swapping it out for more protein. <laughs> okay, Aaron, where are you guys getting these seeds? Do they grow in our backyard? Where are we finding these? They are grown in two places predominantly, Southeast Asia, so Laos and Thailand, and then also in South America. I mentioned Peru is, is where they're known as the Inca peanut. And so Peru is actually where they're native to and, and grown. So we, we source them from both places and they're grown organically. And what's really nice is, so we compare nutritionally to almonds very well, but we also compare from an agricultural perspective very well. Almonds, they utilize quite a bit of water and they're grown predominantly in California, among other places where they're really taxing the water basin. Whereas in Peru, I mean, they're quite literally uh, grown in the Amazon, um, in the rainforest. And so both there and in Southeast Asia, there's an abundance of rainfall and they don't require any irrigation. So a really good sustainability and agricultural story there. 
For sure. It's like the circle of life. You're supposed to eat those. I love it. (laughs) So you get them over there. Okay. My next question for you is, I heard you guys were on Shark Tank. We were. Did you get to go out to eat with Mark Cuban later? (laughs) No, no, they don't. You film and then you're, you're out of there. You're out of the studio. So there's not a lot of chit chat, unfortunately, but it was really fun. We got to, you know, everybody, you spend a good amount of time in there answering questions, even though the, you know, the episode itself is, is 10, 15 minutes. So we didn't get an investment, but we ended up with a lot of good feedback coming out of that, actually, that we've enacted. You know, one thing we did, actually, we changed our packaging since shooting for Shark Tank. So now it's changed to be much more product focused. It's all about Sacha Inchi rather than Brass Roots, our brand. The brand really takes a back seat. We realize people need to be educated. They've never heard of this in most instances. So when they're walking through a, a grocer and they see our packaging, it has to be quick and informative immediately. You know, we've got a window on the bag now so they can see the Sacha Inchi seed and, and make that comparison to a nut, for example. So a really good experience, a lot of lessons and had a blast doing it. Absolutely. Have you heard of the Idea Village in New Orleans? Yeah. Yeah. I know them very well. Okay. Have you ever looked into that? Yeah. we. Um, I have actually worked with them in a bunch of different ways in the past. I was actually a panelist this year you know, for New Orleans Entrepreneur Week and, and stuff like that. So definitely each year in some way, I'm, I'm doing something with them. Yeah, because they're pretty cool, especially for CPG. I know Aguapo Bitters did well with them. Yeah, they're great. I just their whole Village X program graduated like two weeks ago. I had to pitch on stage, all those things. But tell me, what are some exciting new products coming soon? Yeah, we're working on... This is a future release, probably not this year, but we will eventually have a Sacha Chi bar. I'm really excited about that. So it'll be a, a nutrition bar with Sacha Inchi as you know the the anchor ingredient. And again, I don't know the exact timing, but it'll we're sort of involving some some families that want to be involved in the iterate, iterative process and talking through ingredients and flavor choices and things like that. So we're really trying to not just come up with something we want, but really talk to our eventual customer base which we think we're really targeting families and kids because I have two kids of my own. Our kids love bars, but it's very hard to find a bar that isn't high in sugar or actually adds nutritional value for your kids um, when they're running around. And so that's where I kind of see this gap in the, the current offering. I think it's great. I applaud you for it. I do believe that everything our kids are getting at schools, at sporting events, at birthday parties is truly hijacking their taste buds. And it just, they want that explosive flavor that comes from those natural flavors, artificial colors, dyes, and everything has to taste like sugar. I mean, they're putting the worst of the worst sugars in our kids' food and it's really not setting them up. So I think, I think people listening, you have to take responsibility and say, you know, what can I control? You can control the snacks in your house. You can control the breakfast, lunch, and dinner that your kids are having at home. That way you don't have to be the crazy person when they're at a birthday party and say, no, you can't eat that. Like that's kind of how I balance it out is 
my kids know what's clean and not clean. They get the majority clean at home. And they ultimately, when they're on their own, they don't finish a whole Coca-Cola or they eat a piece of cake and they're like, oh, I don't really like this. But you got to have those repetitions in there. Where can people get Sasha Inchi products? Yeah, so we sell on Amazon. It's a great place to do it. Also locally in Whole Foods. And then we're sold nationally in Sprouts Farmers Markets. So that's across pretty much the southern half of the U.S. But we should be making some announcements here soon, expansion into different parts of uh, different retailers in Texas as well. So we should be uh, have some good news to share over the next few weeks. So stay tuned. <laughs> okay. And for everyone listening, go to BrassRootsFood.com. Um, you can also click their store locator at the top, put in your zip code, find out which groceries or places nearby that carry it. And then you can use the code WAKEUP15 for 15% off. And also we're going to link everything to the bottom. My last question for you, Aaron, is what was your wake up moment in life, whether it was personally or professionally that made you say like, hmm, this is a pivotal moment that, you know, changed everything for you. I'd have to say the moment I realized I had celiac disease was a pretty big game changer because it was, you know, it's a moment of, uh, I think, vulnerability. But also, you're told that the acute problems you know, that I was facing day to day were due specifically to food, right? So I figured out within one moment that if I change the way I'm eating, I would physically and mentally feel different immediately. And there's nothing stronger, no message is stronger than that feeling when you do stop eating what's causing you pain and feel the difference within a day. So that was a pretty big one for me. For sure. And I don't know how much you talk to, I'm sure you do, talk to other people who are creating these products in this clean eating space. Some off the top of my head that I've had on my podcast, Lovebird Cereal, Three Trees Milk, Sunny Snacks for Kids, Malk. Those are all founded by people who have had their own health battles, just like you and I, that went and did the work and figured it out and said, okay, now I want to go into this space and create this, which I think is amazing. Because if you look at who is controlling the food industry, it's those you know big top four companies and they have millions of company names under them, yada, yada. But people wonder, why don't I see grassroots everywhere? And why does this stuff cost more money? And it's because there's higher quality ingredients in it. Whereas when you go find the Kellogg's bars or the Cliff bars, things like that, it's such low quality ingredients, they can keep it cheap. And what a lot of people don't realize is when you're eating those foods, it actually throws your blood sugar all over. It makes you more hungry. You're actually eating more as opposed to eating less. So you're spending more. You're spending more time at the doctor. You're spending more time, I mean, money on medication. And it's just like this depression down spiral of health. Whereas if you just put a little bit of your voting and your money in these higher quality products, then what happens is you feel better. You get promoted at work. Your confidence is better. You fit in clothes that you maybe have neglected a while ago. You're eating less. Your relationships are getting better. So I know it's hard to see when you're at the grocery store, but it's just, it's this book and you need it all. And so Brass Roots is one of those pantry staple items for your nut butter and your crunching, I guess, snacking needs. 
So go check them out, grassrootsfood.com. I'm going to link it all to the bottom of this podcast. And Erin, I appreciate all your time, energy, and what you're doing. Keep being amazing, okay? Thanks so much, Jen. I appreciate it. Of course. Thanks for listening to this episode of Wake Up and Read the Labels. If you like this episode, guess what? We want you to share it. We'd love that. Share it with a friend and leave us a review. You can subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or really wherever you're listening to your podcast. For more information, visit us at wakeupandreadthelabels.com. Music.